Today's Batch It Up is sponsored by our presenting sponsor, Cufflinks.com. Go to Cufflinks.com slash DVR today. Use code DVR20 to get 20% off your order. No minimum. I want to announce that we're going to be doing a giveaway. Cufflinks.com has an awesome brand called Oxen Bull, and we're going to be giving away a set. Silver and Onyx stud set. Also, brushed stainless steel tie clip. Also, Heathered Blue Wool Men's Tie. We got a tie, a tie clip, and a stud set. That's going to look awesome. This is mm, wearable art, as I like to say. And it's going to be given away to a listener of this podcast. All you've got to do is send us an email. That's it. Just send us an email. Get in touch. We love keeping in touch with everyone. Tell us about The Bachelor. Just reach out to us and you'll be entered to win. That's a silver and onyx stud set, a brushed stainless steel tie clip, and a heathered blue wool men's tie. That's almost $150 worth of prizes by our presenting sponsor, Cufflinks.com. Go over to Cufflinks.com slash DVR and check out all their awesome stuff today. Today, we're going to be talking about The Bachelor, Pilot Pete, Episode 10. It wasn't a lot of Pete, though. It was the women tell all. It's time to batch it up. Hello and welcome back. My name is Axel and my co-host today, of course, is Sarah. How you doing, Sarah? I'm doing great, Axel. We're getting down to the wire, man. I know. Women tell all. This was uh, quite an episode, but they, they snuck in a little bit of the uh, rose ceremony there. Right. Which we got they, a little bit. Did they do that last year or the year before? I feel like that's been a trend lately, yeah. but I can't recall exactly. Maybe they did but I feel like they, they have been um, doing that a little bit, I think, to get people to tune in. Because some people would just maybe skip it, you know, altogether yep. if they didn't have some of, you know, the actual story a part of the episode. True that. True that. Well, if you mm-hmm. are joining us for the first time, this podcast, part of the DVR Podcast Network, check us out at DVRpodcast.com. We'd love to hear from you. You can email us at dvrpodcast at gmail.com. we got a Facebook group. We also have an Instagram. What's our Instagram again? You can follow us at batchitup underscore pod. Yeah, baby. All right. Yes. So a little bit of a, kind of a hybrid show, but we're still going to start off with our news. And mm-hmm. I'm so excited. We were talking about it before we started. Claire is the bachelorette. It's amazing. I'm so happy. I'm I'm very happy with this choice. A, a lot of people, a lot of my friends um, that haven't been a part of Bachelor Nation for a super long time were very confused. They're like, "Who is this woman?" And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I my only exposure to her was uh, Bachelor Winter Games, and I was and I was a fan. Um, but what I've heard about her, you know, on Juan, Juan Pablo season and on Paradise, this, you know, Claire doesn't put up with any bullshit and I'm so excited. This is going to be awesome. Yeah, I I mean, I have to admit my first reaction was one of relief because we've been saying on this show and particularly I'm I mean, I'm I'm a bit older and I like it when it skews a little bit older. And I've also felt that the storylines that they've been doing, particularly inserting a virgin into this show like three times in a row, 
I just felt was getting a little bit stale. You know, it's like the same thing. Like we've talked about, I don't have anything against virgins. You want to be a virgin, be a virgin. That's cool. But it's still a storyline, you know, and it was just getting boring. And it was kind of like, um, it was the same argument over and over again. Right. And with mm-hmm. having Claire on it, I think you have a whole different set of issues and realities that are really interesting. She's 38, right? She's kind of been down this road before people have called her crazy talking to raccoons. She, (laughs) she's, she went through Juan Pablo, the worst ever, right? Like she has, I just think that this is going to be a whole set of new type of drama that's going to be really interesting. And I do know that there was some question initially, okay, if they're already casting for this, are they going to, is it going to end up that it's going to be like a 38 year old woman and 25 guys under 25 and supposedly there, and we saw the, the ad for it, right. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, during women tell all, which was weird that they didn't talk about it because the women tell all was taped before they made this decision. Right. And I heard that this was a very last minute call for them. Yeah. I just, I think it's a good, well, basically I heard that they are casting older men that they went back and they told a bunch of the guys, Hey, listen, it's not going to work out this time. And they're like recasting it, which I think is a good idea. I think that's the right call. I mean, Claire did did say on Good Morning America. I watched the announcement on Good Morning America. Even though I'm a Today Show gal, I switched over just for this. Um, <laughs> I did see them announce, and she was like, I, I, I'm not opposed to dating a younger guy, um, which Benoit was younger than her. So I, I think we'll get a good contrast yeah. of ages with, with this crew. And it's going to be funny seeing all these older guys with these like 23-year-old girls on Paradise. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's going to be an interesting Bachelor in Paradise for sure. That is – that's a great point um, that this does kind of like – and that's different too. Right? Like I, I just think that that's – they needed to shake it up. Right. And I think that this was a smart way to do it, especially when you're also trying to sell a new senior show, right? Which is mm-hmm. gonna I yeah. think is gonna be pretty successful. And if you even if you look at the demographics, um, I think it's a it's a smart idea for them. But do right. you do you think like your friends were like, who is she or whatever? Do you feel as a younger person that they do you fear that they might lose interest of like and kind of like not be so cool anymore because they did kind of reach a cool factor, you know, with like we're going to talk about Tyler in a second here. Not so great news, but he was kind of like the archetype of like, wow, the bachelor, this guy came out of the bachelor, you know? Right. So I think it's going to be interesting to see how social media comes into play with this demographic of of people. Um, I know for me, I really want to see people older than me. I I find it weird watching all these people and I, and I'm, you know, I've, I know I've mentioned it before. I'm 28. I find it weird watching people try and find love and get married that are younger than me, even though I, I need to realize that 
you know, that's going to happen on reality <laughs> now. now. Um, but I'm excited to see people older than me go through this process again, because that's something that I've been missing now that I've gotten a couple years older and mm, yeah. <laughs> the people keep getting younger and younger. So I think my friends and I that are around, you know, pushing 30, I, I think it's going to be great. I, I think my friends are going to love it. I'm curious, though, if, if there's going to be as big of a push on social media and if that's going to lose like the Gen Zers at all, mm. the, you know, the ones that are high school, college, um, that age group. So I, I don't know how this is going to play out. I'm very curious to see. One thing I was thinking about is so they are pushing this this senior show. I haven't really heard what the age range for that is going to be. And in theory, they could cast someone that's 50 for Claire, you know? And if the senior show is like 50 and older, you could get a bachelor for the senior show out of this season. So I wonder if they have thought about that at all, you know? That's kind of a crossover situation. Yeah, I don't know. I I read some conflicting reports that it was 65 and older, but I don't know okay. if I believe that because this is the bachelor. They're not good. If they think somebody's good, they're going to let them on the show. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Like, it's not, they might say that, that that's kind of what they're looking for. But if mm-hmm. they find someone outside of those parameters, and actually that would make the senior show more interesting too, that Cause that is a fact of life, right? Like if you get married at the age that these, that um, Pete and Hannah and Victoria all and uh, Madison are now, if you get married now, you're pretty much staying within your range. Right. But when right. you get older, when you are Claire's age or when you are 60, you go 55, 65, there is actually like, you know, there's more people below you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's more eligibility below you than there is above you, right? So right. it 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 begs that question of like the uh, what is a difference in age, and that's kind of what you're bringing up, which I think is cool. Is that mm-hmm. you could end up with people kind of like cross generally like jumping. Like, how about if someone from the senior show ends up on Paradise? <laughs> right like oh my god that would be <laughs> wild right wild. like what happens if like jpj is hooking up with like a 60 year old lady <laughs> like you know what i'm saying like you know i i could be would fun put, i would i could see him doing yeah, that totally come on this like i just i think that it i like that they're opening this up and i think it does bode well for the franchise because continually just staying in any one demographic is not smart for a show that's trying to appeal to all different people, you know? So they got they they just got to kind of switch it up. And I'm, that's for me, that's what I was most happy about is that I, I least expected this pick from them. Yes, I know. I, well, and I had heard that they actually offered it to Hannah Brown but she yeah. was like, well, you're going to have to give me a lot of money for me to do this whole thing again. And, <laughs> Good for and, her. And they, they wouldn't come up to her number. So she said, see you later. And Good. she signed on to do the Dancing with the Stars, Dancing with the Stars tour instead because I, I heard that that was going to 
provide more money. So I'm like, good for you, girl. Yeah. Like, go have some fun. Go dance with Alan. Do some traveling. Like, you know, I, I don't blame her for turning it down. Yeah. I was a little sad when I had first read the report that she had turned it down. But at, at the end of the day, I'm very happy with the Claire pick. Yeah. I would have loved to see a Hannah season. Now, let's see. If it was the other people, um, there was Tasha, right? Right. And the, Tia. Tia. And Kelsey. And Kel. Okay. Um, I mean, Claire was, I mean, obviously said already, she would have been my number one pick out of all those four. But if it had been the other ones, I don't know. I mean, I, I, we were talking about this, I think, on text. It, it, what didn't, if I remember correctly, Tasha wasn't, if I, and I'm always worried about how I pronounce her name. <laughs> pronounce you her got name. it right. You got it right. <laughs> um, she was, she got pretty nasty on Paradise. She was not, like, I was not more of a fan of her after Paradise. Yeah. I, I wasn't a huge fan of how, I, and, you know, there could be a lot of editing, but it, it seemed like she was kind of, um, not, I, I, I use the word, I don't want to use the word bullying, but she was kind of like making fun of Angela. Yeah, she was just she making got, fun of people, which I guess. She can, like got it. Yeah. yeah, she got into it with Hannah G and everything. I just I didn't really like the way she portrayed herself on Paradise and that she that yeah that whole situation she kind of lost me for Bachelorette yes. after that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I was right about that because it's sometimes yes. it's hard to remember. Um, Tia, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I remember her that well. I thought I liked her. Yeah, she. So she had the will they won't they with Colton for a bit. Um, when Colton was on Becca's season, Tia had come to Tia and a bunch of the of Becca's friends had come on one of the dates to help advise, you know, what guys she should pick. And Tia opened up to Becca and said that Colton and I dated for a brief second before he came on your yes. season. Yeah. And it seemed like Colton was over it. Tia wasn't really over it. And so Becca ended up sending Colton home after hometowns. Colton and Tia had a brief fling on Bachelor in Paradise, and then Colton you're became the bringing, Bachelor. See, you're bringing it all back, but I guess yeah. my point is they're not that they weren't that memorable, right? And I feel like that the Bachelorette has to have more personality than the Bachelor. Um, yeah. That's just kind of the way it is, right? I mean, that's kind of the what they do as well. So even though I did think Tia had some attitude, which I yeah, liked. I I I think Tia would have been fine. Yeah. I think it kind of would have been more of the same of what we've had, which is fine, obviously. Um, but I, I think I think of all those choices, Claire was the right one. Although, and we'll get into it later. Kelsey definitely made a good case for herself. Um, at women tell all she, she really like turned, you know, turned it up and, but it was too little too late, yeah. obviously. No, I would, yeah. If, if, uh, like finishing off with her on this list, I, she would have been my number two, um, yeah. because she's, she's recent. She was for me, the standout of this season as, mm -hmm. and not that I was like totally bowled over by her. But I felt that she had room to grow and could be an interesting character to follow along because she was willing to change, admit her mistakes, right. have fun She's with very, it. very, very self-aware. Yeah. 
That's what you need, which is exactly what Peter is not. <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> not. Uh, all right, let's move on. We have some sad news, which is that Tyler's mom passed away pretty suddenly. That was devastating. I I read that it was a brain aneurysm, Ooh. which is so, so devastating. And I remember from from his hometown that his mom was his dad's caretaker. So I hope that his dad's doing okay. I can only imagine just how crushing this whole situation is on his family. So we're definitely thinking about him. That's just uh, the saddest thing. Yeah. That's it's, you know, what's even what makes it sadder is his success that you want to have the time to share that with your family. And it's obviously right. means money and an easier life for them, you know? Um, right. So yeah, that is sad. So we're thinking about him and let's see what else we got extended trailer for listen to your heart. What did you think of it? Honestly, it gave me goosebumps. And I, don't know if, <laughs> I don't know if it's just because I love that song from a star is born or what, but it, it I'm excited for it. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a sucker for a good singing show. This is going to be a fun season because I have to say that I have been kind of, uh, I'm kind of pilot Pete wishy-washy on this. I, mm-hmm. I, I am, you know, I am like many people. I'm a sucker for people singing and other people singing along. And I love music too. And I do get swept away with it, but I'm a little suspicious going into it that, um, these people, I mean, obviously they're there to be famous, you know? So I just wonder how much acting we're going to get. And I'm a little, I'm coming in a little suspicious. I got to admit it. Uh, And that, I, that is extremely valid. Obviously we're not going to get a lot of genuineness out of this show. And I'm mentally prepared for that, but I think it's going to be fun to watch. I'm 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 in for it. I mean, I think the trailer looked good. It looked I in the beginning, it was a little more music heavy. And right. I don't know, my wife might even be out on this because she is really like just not a I mean, I had to kind of push her a little bit more. We used to watch American Idol and some of the other singing shows, mm-hmm. and I held on way longer than she did. Um but uh as the trailer progressed and it got more into the relationships and like reality show drama, I was definitely like, okay, this is looking like it's going to be more fun. Yeah. So I think, I think it's going to be entertaining. It's probably, it's going to serve its purpose, I think. So I'm excited to see what goes on. Yeah, exactly. Give it a chance. It's so short. (laughs) Um, One last thing before we get into uh, the show, which is that, There was, I got caught up in this. I was excited because Alexa from this season, who was my favorite early on, and Jasmine posted something on Instagram that maybe people thought that they were dating. I mean, it, I could, I mean, they did say like a couple, like we found love, you know, so you could think that, right? But it turns out that they're not actually dating. Yeah, I saw that Alexa posted an explanation on her story and was like, we're just really good 
friends. Sorry if that came off like it wasn't supposed to. So I'm, I was bummed because I was like, oh, my God, that's awesome that they found love yeah. in a hopeless place, you know, on Peter's season. Exactly, right? <laughs> like something good happened here. Something yeah. good. But no. And yeah, it was, and it was suspicious timing with the women tell all and you know what I mean? But hey, people are, you know, why not? They got, they want to get a little attention and why not? You know, they deserve it. It would have been more interesting if he had found more people like that on the show or I mean, just, you know, I guess people like that, meaning that he didn't give any attention to because, well, we'll, let's talk about Australia first, but I think one of the things for me about the whole women tell all was I felt like usually I don't like these there. I find them to be kind of boring. I'll even fast forward through parts of it when people are arguing, but I actually felt this one was kind of interesting. Like you got to see more of the personalities and it really hammered home how much time of the first like six episodes was just like stupid drama. Yeah, I agree with that. It you know? was just more more of the same. Yeah, I would have rather seen more of this type of interaction. But um, let's start out with Australia. We get the little rose ceremony. And I think you're right. I think they're starting to do this. And they also because remember there was um, a couple of women tell all or men tell all where they realized they were kind of running out of things to talk about. And so they'd bring on like the bachelor couples that have kids and they just sit there mm-hmm. for 15 minutes. <laughs> right? yeah. like, they they got to fill, they got to fill the time. Yeah. So I think that this was kind of not bad. Um, we're at the Rose ceremony and my overall impression of this Rose ceremony was I have to admit that Pete kind of got me. I was really moved by him for the first time in a long time. He really looked so torn up about Maddie and what was happening more so than she looked later where she was just kind of like, let's see what happens. Um, Yeah. But I don't know about you, but I kind of was like, wow, for a season that I felt was very surface level, I finally felt a little something from him. I, so, I mean, he looked extremely deflated and that's just like the first word that came to mind when I saw him. I was like, whoa, I thought his whole demeanor was annoying. Honestly, I was like, (laughs) I was like, Peter, I was like, Peter, get it together. Like you, you messed up, like own up to it and stop acting like a little baby. Honestly, I thought he was acting like, I don't know. I, I I was very annoyed by his behavior. I was like, literally, you're you're literally crying right now. Come on. I just like, got suck suckered up, into it. I felt like he was actually ups, you know, like, um, I don't know. It just, everything has felt really insincere to me. And I really think, I mean, his picker is definitely broken because Hannah and Victoria just continue to be so fake to me, I can't, mm-hmm. I just don't buy it at all. Um, and I think it just comes down to Maddie and he really is, I think he's really, you know, he's really oh, feeling I think, it for her. I think he is madly in love with her. Yeah. And like, he should have, if, 
and I've been listening to a lot of Nick Vial's podcast and Nick, what Nick was saying when I was listening today was when he, he had his fantasy suites, it, it, Vanessa didn't need to come out and tell him that if he slept with any of the other women that she'd be pissed. It's kind of an unwritten thing. Like, of course someone's going to get pissed off. And if Peter knew how much he was in love with Madison, he knew what he should have done, you know, in my opinion. And, and yes, like what, you know, you got to figure it out, guy. you know, make sure you have your options worked out, make sure that you are 100% sure. But if he's this torn up about losing Maddie, I just, I feel like he, she knew what he should have done. It's, like, it's, not a, it's not a bad point. You know, you know, it's not a bad point, Sarah. You're you're right. Like even like we said last week, if you take out all of the religion, virginity, pure, just take all of that out, and it's just one person looking at another person saying, "Look, I know we're in a crazy situation, um, but if you really are in love with me, I'm just going to be upfront with you. If you go and have sex with two other people in the next two days." I don't know if I can really do that. Yeah. That is very, I don't have a problem with that. You know, I don't think she put it that succinctly. No, <laughs> I no. I still, I'm still I, I'm I getting like confused you, yeah. now thinking about how she was like, uh, uh, uh. But um, I, yeah. I, and I mean, honestly, I don't think she should have showed up for this. And I, I don't know actually- why she was there. I, I'm actually a bit disappointed yeah. that she that she did show up because I was so proud of her last week for sticking to her guns and mm-hmm. standing up for her beliefs. I was like, yes, like good for you, Maddie. Like don't back down. And I really thought she was just gonna flip him the bird and be like, you know, bye. I, like I get, I told you, and and she showed up and accept reluctantly accepted that rose. Yep. I. You know, I was a little disappointed to see it, but I, I mean, I, I get it, you know, it's, it's a hard place to be in, but I don't know. I was, you know, I don't know. I, I, I have to say since last week, and we've been talking about trying to get more people listen to the pod and everything. And I joined a bunch of other Facebook groups and I've been reading more blogs and, and articles and reviews and trying to get into more of the bachelor world. And After that episode last week, there was an overwhelming amount of support for her exactly what you said, sticking to her guns. This is the way she feels. And then she walked off, but then she comes right back on. And I, even though I was one of the people admittedly who was like, she's too young for, you know, whatever, blah, 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 getting into it. I still kind of agreed like I said, with her attitude, regardless, that's how she felt. I was really disappointed. I was kind of, I was really hoping that she wouldn't show up because mm-hmm. I mean, there, why is she back there? There is a case to be made that she is, she thought about it and she opened up and she right. said, you know what? As she, as you have in our notes, she says, cheers to seeing if love can conquer all. And that's what she's going to see. She's going to try to forgive him, move on, learn from it and accept him. And okay, that's a great thing to do. 
but I, I don't know if we're ever going to get that explanation from her. Right. And it makes me feel like she just wanted to keep on being on the TV show. And that's, that's a fair, that's a fair statement to make. I don't know. It, it, you know? This was just, she did I create feel... some fake Instagram accounts. Well, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly um, which they all do, but that's <laughs> like the first thing is like hire, right? Is hire someone to do that. Um, yeah, exactly. yeah, I was disappointed. So I, I don't know. I don't know where this season goes. Um, there's a lot of conspiracy theories out there. Oh, a lot of conspiracy about, theories about, a, but I don't know. Um, I, I mean, I don't think they should be together. I I think that if she really felt, if we take this as truth and she really felt that that's not what she believes, right. Mm -hmm. Um, then there's probably a guy out there who will treat her well, who does believe that and she should go find him. Um, but I have, I think she, you know, she wants, I think she wants to be on a TV show. And I think that, in that week or, you know, I saw the support and I was like, wow, she's got a contingent and it is, it's, you know, they're like, they're out there for her. So. Mm-hmm. And so, so he picks Hannah and Maddie. Hannah, of course, starts crying as soon as she gets the rose again. I don't know why she always does this. I guess it's just so like so much emotion, overwhelming emotion that she just cries tears of happiness, I guess, but it's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just like every, every time she gets a rose, she starts crying. I, I feel but, like she's like, she has like a little pin and she's like pricking herself with it. You know? <laughs> ah! Trying to, to make try and get cry. her to cry. Yeah. <laughs> but so when, when he sends Victoria home, and she just kept saying, it is what it is. I don't want to hear it. it I, I almost think she was expecting it, kind of. It's that, is that the feeling that you got? I, got? I got the feeling that she just like took a break in her acting for a moment or she was – I turned to my wife and, and, and she was like, she's not even doing anything. She's know, just like – And I, I was like, well, maybe she just figured, why do I need to act anymore? Like it's, yeah. you know, I can, I can move on now. I mean, it was obvious that there was really nothing between them except mm-hmm. attraction. He wasn't, right. he was broken up. The reason why he was upset before the rose ceremony was because Maddie wasn't going to show up, not mm-hmm. because he was letting Victoria go. Oh, absolutely. Definitely. Right? So it's not. Yeah, he, he's like he's like I'm shaking because I have to hurt one of you. No, you're you're yeah. shaking because you don't know if Maddie's going to accept exactly. your rose. Exactly. Exactly. When 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 she comes up and he's like, "Will you accept this?" and she's like, "Yeah," and then he's like, "Are you sure?" and she's like, "Yeah." <laughs> I was like, yeah. like, like I was like, you know what, Maddie? Keep letting him beg. <laughs> I mean, I just think it was, was, yeah, it was obvious. And, 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 you know, um, on the women tell all there was, and there's like this whole kind of vibe of the franchise. I feel kind of like protecting Victoria, uh, almost like it's like, uh, kind of protecting their asset, 
right? Right. She and mm-hmm. the other thing I discovered, Sarah, this is insane. People are fans of her. Oh, I know. It's interesting. There are fans of Victoria. I was like, what? This has got to be a joke. This is like when people like Darth Vader, but that's just because they think he has a cool helmet. You know, like this (laughs) girl's crazy. She has not done anything on this show to be likable. And this didn't really sell it for me either. I mean, I think in the, on the ride home, she kind of took the time and she worked herself up a little bit. Right. Uh, and she gave a good performance, but I, you know, I just really feel that her and Hannah are so insincere and I, I'm not mad at them for it. It's, this is a TV show, but I think mm-hmm. that of all the seasons of the bachelor that I've watched, this is the farthest that two people that are completely insincere have made it. Yeah, it's been it's been a bizarre season. I'll tell you. It's that time again to take a little break and tell you about Cufflinks.com, our presenting sponsor. They're keeping the lights on here at DVR Podcast Network, and we are so pleased always to have them. It's a family-owned company. Cufflinks.com is the men's accessories marketplace. Cufflinks.com aims to drive men to one place where they can find all the accessories they could want to elevate their look each day. They've got over 60 brands, Hook and Albert, Ox and Bull, of course, their own Cufflinks.com brand. Also, man, they have so many licenses. Star Wars, Marvel, DC Comics, NCAA, NBA, NFL. If you follow Cufflinks.com on Facebook, you'll see, guess what they're coming out with soon? The Child. That's right. Little baby Yoda, cufflinks and tie clip and tie. It's awesome. Everything they have that's geeky is fantastic, cool, quality, just like the wearable art that they have if you're going to an event. And if you have an event coming up yourself, reach out to cufflinks. They'll help make sure everyone looks great. So go to cufflinks.com slash DVR today. Don't hesitate. Do it. One of the best parts about podcasting is getting to know the listeners and making new friends. And one of those friends is Andy. You may have heard me mention him before on one of our many podcasts. And Andy and his wife, Claire, are looking to adopt. So if you or anybody you know is considering adoption for their baby, please consider the loving family of Andrew and Claire. They're a home study approved adoptive family of three living on a farm in southern Minnesota with a dog, Barney, and two turtles. They're able to adopt from anywhere in the United States and would love to answer any questions you may have. To learn more about them, check out their Facebook page at Andrew and Claire Adopt or on Instagram at Andrew underscore and underscore Claire underscore adopt. You can also email them at Andrew and Claire Adopt at gmail.com. So again, if you or anyone you know is considering adoption for their baby, reach out at Andrew and Claire Adopt at gmail.com. Thanks. We you know, we were talking about women tell all before we, we started uh, recording. I I thought it was a, it was fine, but I didn't get a lot of the closure, I guess, that I was hoping for on this women tell all. I think a lot of people got off easy. Um, Let's jump you know, into start- it. Yeah. And, you know, starting off, they, they bring all the women out, which 
Kelly wasn't there and Natasha wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Kelly not being there, we'll get into some of the conspiracies later on. <laughs> She's pregnant. But- <laughs> <laughs> that that was a new one for me. But it's gaining steam. I I just they they bring out all the women and they jump right into it and everyone jumps on Alea again. And I just I don't get it. I don't understand why everyone went after her. And Sydney was like sticking with the I just there's something off about this girl. And I just I don't understand. And it makes me really sad. And I hope Alea has a great time in paradise because she really needs she needs that to I think to just not redeem herself. But I don't know. It it was pissing me off that they were all going after Alea. And and yes, like, should she have come back and, and, you know, and speed all of the information she found out on Reddit? No, but she was like, I'm sorry. I honestly word vomited. And like, I kind of understand where she's coming from. She's probably like, (laughs) oh my God, guys, like, you know, I, I was out, I was on the outside. I found out this, all of this information. It's so cool. Or, you know, whatever. I don't know. I, I think I'm, I'm team Alea. Honestly, I just – I feel like Sydney got off easy. I think Victoria P. got off easy with the whole Kelsey thing with the pop and pills situation. I just like – nothing got resolved for me. They just continued the fights that they had been having all season. Well, I think that's because the – I think that this show has changed. And whereas before they were looking to kind of like put a cap on the season – Right. Now what they're doing is this is an opportunity it's it's like the Vanderpump reunion. They're <laughs> they're right or like any of those reunions. It's an right. episode of the show. So mm-hmm. they're just really trying to they're really trying to flesh these things out and give them new angles and aspects rather than trying to solve the issue and say, okay, right. even though there was a, a kind of, you know, there was a couple times where people were like, we're good, girl. We're good. Now. <laughs> like we're, it's okay. And then two minutes later, they're like yelling at the other person or um, for, with Alea. Yeah. You know, I mean, she just kind of sits there with the same look on her face, not really doing anything. She admitted that some of this stuff, I mean, I think that whole thing was silly anyway. I think I said it back then. Anybody would have come and said stuff that they saw on the internet, right? That was actually Uh interesting to me. And I think that the producer should do it anyway. So admitting that it wasn't good because it caused drama was good on her part. She's going to do fantastic. Listen. Half the guys in paradise are going to be there waiting for her to arrive. Oh, yeah, definitely. So she's not going to have any issues, especially when she can have less clothes on on the beach. (laughs) She's going to be fine, right? Yeah, she'll be fine. She'll have a good time in paradise. I think she played this perfectly. She really played it perfectly because she could have gotten like more attitude about it and started yelling, but no, she was just like, okay, you know, and she kind of kept that same. I mean, she is a bit like fake look. I mean, she looks a little robotic. She doesn't really, she was keeping that face, but I think that was because she was trying to just keep her cool. And uh, I kind of respect it. Victoria P. I totally agree. Oh my God. She, that was the that was probably the one thing that annoyed me 
That yeah, she's night- like, I, she's like, I'm weird. No, that's oh not God. an excuse. Yeah, no, no, that was she. And I don't, you know, I don't know. I, I, she, uh, I worry about her on Paradise and these other shows because I think there's an instability there, and that's just based on watching other reality shows and how they cast. And I think that that I don't know. Uh, we'll see what happens with her, but that was like. That was kind of silly. The Kel- yeah. Kelsey, though, that we should talk about something good. She was great. That was oh, funny. She was fantastic. Yeah, that was hilarious. She's like, oh yeah, I definitely overreacted. I went balls to the wall crazy. Yep. I was like, I was like, good for you, girl. Like, it, <laughs> like, like I said earlier, she's self aware. Yeah, she um, was good. And, and I, and even when they showed it, and the oh, yeah. champagnes, and everybody's laughing. Oh, she was laughing. She played yeah. it off. And there was one point where she got a little emotional, um, and I think that was the part that they were talking about the whole pills and all that kind of thing. Um, right. But that shows a range. So Absolutely. I think she's going to be great in Paradise or whatever else. They should get – maybe they get her for uh, – wasn't she? Summer Games. Yeah. Was it, cause she, was she athletic? I don't know. For some reason, I remember her being athletic. Maybe. You know, I'm curious and – how they're going to cast summer games versus paradise because they're going to air, I think at the same time, but I'm curious if they're going to, they're going to film at the same time, you know? Mm, Yeah. It kind of behooves them to not have crossover because then that's confusing because of how they shoot it. Like you're saying. Exactly. So I would think that they're going to do the international thing again. Um, yes, I, so, I agree. And maybe you get some of the old favorites. And I do, I, I would think that they also might bring back some of the people who are married, you know? I would love bring to Tanner see in like, or something. Like, like JoJo and Jordan competing. Yeah. yeah. I, would, I would love that. That'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be a cool thing yeah. to do. But Kelsey was great. She, Victoria, okay, let's talk about Victoria. I couldn't even, I mean, I don't know. This whole thing to me was especially then when they did the the bullying PSA at the end with Rachel, it really mm-hmm. brought home to me that um they were really just trying to kind of protect their asset and they were not going to delve into any of the stuff, the white lives matter stuff, the marriages and Yeah, Chris Har- Chris Harrison nothing. went very very easy yep. on her. They just, and just uh, just asked one question about yeah. it, and just and then moved on, and took her answer at face value, which I mean is fine. You know, it's always going to be a he said she said situation. Will we ever know the truth? Uh, who knows? But I, yeah, I didn't really like that they that Chris Harrison just kind of skimmed over that situation. Oh, me neither. And and you know, I think I figured out my issue with Victoria while I was watching this. And, and what's, I, that? what's that? Oh no, I was, what, what, what is it? That you're <laughs> okay. I know you're dying to know <laughs> the world is waiting. The world is waiting for what Axel's issue with Victoria is. It's very important. Okay. This is what I kind of figured out as I was sitting there. I don't mind the insincerity. Cause like I say, this is a TV show. I watch reality TV. Come on. You know, people are on it to be on TV, right? Right. Right. What bothers me about her is I just don't like the coy act. Like if you're going to be a mean girl 
and you're go and you're going to be like a princess or something, lean into it. What I don't like about her is this middle of the road stuff where, because the best things this season from her is when she all of a sudden said something kind of biting on her mm-hmm. interview. And I was like, oh, I kind of like. You know, I kind of like her as a mean girl, but she's like straddling the line. And what I didn't like about this is I kind of wanted her to, I was hoping she'd maybe go a little bit out more and, you know, I don't know, like make fun of Pete or, or be a little bit more outspoken. But instead it was like this whole demure hair touching, looking away thing again and yeah. you're right. You had the notes that she had some media training. She was like speaking more coherently. Yeah, I definitely think they gave her some yeah. media training for sure, which is fine. I mean, she definitely she presented herself much better on Women Tell All and really kind of if if you didn't know about the stuff about her outside the show, last night would have made you, I think, a fan of hers. Yeah. If, if you didn't know all the other stuff behind the scenes, which is all that we know, but <laughs> watch like it was just, yeah, this was not cool. And you too, the girls give her like a standing over. That was, that was shocking. At the end, they all stood oh. up and gave her a standing ovation. I was like, wow. She, I mean, these girls must really love her. There, there must be a lot that they didn't show us about, you know, her friendships and everything in the house. Um, but I don't know. It was interesting for sure. It was, it was, it was not good. I, I'm not, I'm right. not a fan. I want her. I hope she just stop trying to be like a nice girl next door. That I don't, that doesn't feel natural to me. I kind of feel the same way about Hannah too, but I don't know. I think Hannah is just kind of bland actually. Yeah. Um, Tam- Tammy, on the other hand, she was leaning in. Uh, I love Tammy. I love her even more. Really? Really? This this made you love her even more? Yes. I have to admit. I know I'm terrible, but I'm going to admit it. I love, I think she's great. She's great TV. I mean, I don't, I don't agree with her attitude. I think, you know, I could perceive if this was a person that I was hanging out with, it would be kind of annoying, but I also think that she's kind of funny. I liked her. I don't know. I, I think I didn't. I thought she should have let up on the whole McKenna thing. I, I think she she kind of put her, her foot on the gas a little too much with some of this stuff. And she did. She totally I, did. You're I, right. I think, I think she made an ass out of herself personally. And I didn't – I don't know. I, I, so, I mean, I will say McKenna definitely did sound rehearsed. So her one-liner of wow. how long did you rehearse that, that fair because, you know, that definitely sounded rehearsed. But I don't know. I I just – I don't think Tammy did herself any favors last night. And by last night, I mean Monday night. <laughs> Monday night. You know who who somehow did himself favors? Let's talk about Peter. I was – the whole time I was watching this and I felt it with Victoria too. I was like, man, what the F reality are they living in where – Everybody's cheering for this guy, and then all the women too are giving him a pass on everything. I mean, Savannah, like Savannah, called him out a little bit, but mm-hmm. I just felt like this was like, all right, let's get on to listen to your heart, <laughs> Bachelorette, because yeah. it was just not good. They were, it, it was kind of, 
It was the same way that they were treating Victoria. It was kind of, it was just weird to me. I, I didn't get it. I thought that they would have been much harsher on him. I know. And, they were like worshiping him yeah, almost. It's, it's, I don't know what's it. There was an article or I th- there was somebody wrote something that I guess was a little deeper too about him just kind of getting away with being like a cute guy, you know? He's almost mm-hmm. like kind of like an airhead, like, oh. And I just felt it here. I, I, I don't know. I just felt it was really, they did, they could have had an opportunity to kind of like drill into him for really kind of giving us a shitty season with his like just inability to make decisions, letting people get away with all the drama feeding into it, not be, not really dive, not really trying to get to know the women, um, not taking the time himself. And I guess I'm wrong. Maybe are we, you know, are people listening and they're like, they, you don't like Peter. He's the best. I don't know. (laughs) I, I think I, I, I'm indifferent on Peter, honestly, after this season. You know, when we when we first started this season, I was so excited about Peter. I, I was and too. now and now I just I feel very indifferent, which is fine, but I, I'm ready for the season to end and to move on. I will say when he was on when he he was on the couch with Chris Harrison, I was very distracted because it looked like on his chin he had shaved his beard shorter than the rest of his face. And it was bothering me the whole time. And I, I couldn't concentrate on what he was saying. Cause I was just like, I was like, what is going on with his chin hair? Like I, it I just, it, I don't know if anyone else noticed that, but it, it really bothered me. And I just, I needed to see more of a profile to see if it was just like the lighting situation or if he really did, mess up and and shave his chin down a little too far. I wouldn't doubt it cuz you know I feel the same way. I don't dislike Pete, you know, I don't it's not that I hate the guy. I don't think he's a bad guy anything like that. I just think that he was a bad pick for the bachelor and right. he didn't control the show and we have gotten used mm-hmm. to um like with Hannah, even with Colton, people who are have an idea and they go for it. You know, and he was just like mm-hmm. a fish in a, he reminded me kind of of Ari, you know, it was just like a fish in a pond, right. not really giving good uh, interviews. And th- that thing with the chin, I mean, the scar on his head, I just, oh, yeah, it just, it Actually, does, I, you know, did the, I forgot to look at the scar last night. Did it look better? I can't remember. There was sometimes they had some makeup on it. Some, yeah. you know, you never know when they're shooting something, um, but I mean, I don't know. I think that's part of it. He's just kind of like, you know, he's just like a, he's like a wet fish. He's a sad sack. Yeah. I just, you know. It it was weird that like Kelsey and Victoria were telling him how grateful they were and how he taught them about themselves. Norm And I mean, McKenna was kind of like, I wish you hadn't put me through that rose ceremony. And Savannah obviously called him out for, you know, why did you keep the drama queens around and not the normal people? But normally I feel like there's a lot more like, why did you lead me on? Why did you do this to me? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and, exactly. And, and it was, just, yep. it, it was uh-huh. just like, oh, we're so grateful for you, Peter. Like, thank you so That's much. That's what I'm – thank you, it Sarah. Was, it was weird. It was weird. It was weird. Uh, maybe, Normally, they they grill him a lot more, and it, I it just, think that's just because that's the kind of guy he is, right? It's like, yeah. I mean, we've been talking about it the whole season. It's he's not a bad dude. 
It's just that he wasn't right for the show and he's not a strong personality. So maybe a lot of the, uh, that's why I think a lot of it was just insincere and they're just kind of like, thank you. And oh, you taught, it's like, really, what did he teach you? Victoria, what did he teach you? By the waterfall. (laughs) But uh, all right, let's move on to um, real quickly. We should just mention that Rachel Lindsay, uh, the cyber bullying PSA. I thought this was really cool for them to do this. I I thought it was very powerful. I think it was interesting, the platform in which they decided to go about it, because I feel like between the women this season – there was a lot of bullying going on and, and no, it's not cyberbullying, but it, it just, I don't know. It seemed like it was an interesting time and place to, to do this. I agree that it needed to be done because it is honestly ridiculous what people think they have the right to say behind a keyboard. Um, and, and, you know, I even think about, you know, us doing this podcast, trying to make sure that we're, we're not blurring the line of, you know, critique and talking about sure, yep. what, you know, oh, what's God. being edited on the show versus really about someone, you know, deep down, like, you know, their character and, and what have you. I, I, I try to consciously make sure that we are keeping what we're talking about, you know, more in the context of the show, obviously with some of the Victoria F situation that got a little bit away from it. But I think, you know, we have a responsibility to make sure that, we are staying in line with what we're saying, you know, and not, and not blurring that line either. You know, I I think about that quite often. Of course. And making sure that, Hey, listen, I cover a lot of different TV shows and I have seen the line blur. I mean, I covered game of Thrones the last season where Mm -hmm. people were like, those creators should be strung up and torture, you know, like people were going nuts and it's the same thing that, um, you know, Heath, who is uh, my longtime friend and co-host, and we've covered 900 Game of Thrones, all that stuff. He's an actor. He works with people. You know, like if someone, if a film doesn't work, even I'm less prone to say, so, oh, that film sucks, to say, hey, it didn't work for me. And these are mm-hmm. the reasons why. Um, it's just about being respectful. That's why I like that they brought it up. I think that it's an interesting thing. Our entire society lives on our phones and we hardly ever talk about it. Right. You You hardly ever talk about the etiquette of should uh, commenting on someone else's picture. That's a friend of yours or right. Like even though these are things that we are now firmly living with are a part of our society, our everyday life. There are our norms. There are practices. We hardly ever talk about it. There's no um, mismanners, right? For Mm -hmm. being online. There's no etiquette that has developed And uh, that was the part that I think is interesting, but I made a comment actually on a, on the bachelor Facebook thing where I said, it's kind of interesting that they do this PSA, but this is also the season when they took a girl who really firmly had an issue with and believed in her virginity and they purposely put her in the same suite as the two girls who were just about to have sex with her boyfriend mm-hmm. and then they go and have a cyber bullying PSA on the show so it's like 
they and they're treating Victoria well, and they're even being right. light on Pete. And I almost feel like they had an internal meeting where they're like, look, we got to tone down this obvious thing. Even Chris Harrison sometimes making snide remarks, which he didn't do mm-hmm. on this one, right? Right, um, right. There was a lot less of that. We've got to tone that down. And instead, I, they, I mean, we have to admit this season, they have kind of turned up the producer involvement, right? Oh, big time. I mean, so, it's so obvious you know, how much the producers are being yeah, are, are involving themselves that, this season. And in a sense, that is a, a manipulation. That's a bullying. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like you're in a position of power. You're the ones with the, having been a cameraman, a director working on set, that is a known thing. You're in a position of power. Even the right. director is over actors. And these are real people who are kind of mm-hmm. acting at times, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. We try to pretend they're not though. Right. Um, but I thought it was cool that they did it um, because I like whenever we talk about what happens online in a different, in a different venue. I think it's beneficial, but I also want to say, you know, and I mean, Rachel kind of made fun of this a little bit when she was doing it, but they do kind of like, it's like, she's become like the conscience of the bachelor franchise, right? Like kind of trot her out to make these statements. And it would behoove the franchise to actually like, live it and not just have her appear as the, as the face of it, you know? Absolutely. So that's my soapbox. (laughs) All right. Now let's talk about crazy conspiracy theories. Oh my goodness. Well, the, so this finale preview was interesting. I feel like they're giving us a lot of things to try and throw us off the scent. Cause I think in our minds, everyone's thinking, Oh, Maddie's going to get pissed pissed off and leave. He's going to get upset, go try and go back to Maddie. That's kind mm-hmm. of what I've been yep. seeing out there is oh, everyone got, th- This is what I think, okay? I okay. think the base theory is it's a mesnick where he kind of picks Hannah because Maddie won't go for it or she leaves and then the women tell all it, uh, not women tell all the after the final rose is him saying it didn't work out with Hannah because I was still in love with Maddie. And then Maddie comes out and that's where he says, will you? So that's why it's spoiler proof. Interesting that. Yeah. So I, I agree. I think that is kind of what everyone is thinking. I, but I, I think we're going to get a plot twist. I, I, okay. I feel like I feel like that makes too much sense, which yeah. is weird to say, but I feel like that theory makes too much sense for it to be what actually happens. And so here is something that I, I thought about when they were showing the preview, when he's saying, I'm so sorry. I actually, I turned to my roommate and I said, that sounds like he's like trying to console someone because someone has died or something like, so, like some kind of family emergency mm-hmm. has happened. This is and a someone has, yeah. and, and so, and so I, after the after the episode aired and after my roommate talked about that, I started going online and saw other people thought the same thing because just the inflection of his voice, it, it seemed like a I'm so sorry for your loss or I'm – that that was the inflection I was getting with that. 
there and is, so there's I, a theory that yeah. like his grandma died or somebody's grand like somebody's family member died and right. so they have to leave and, and so they can't finish yes. the story yep right i i yeah, think so that, that would be I interesting i i think that would be i mean obviously something we've never had to encounter before at least not no season that i've seen nothing like that has ever happened from what i'm aware of um maybe but, somebody got the coronavirus oh god oh my gosh <laughs> I, you to, know just to make it I'm topical out i'm freaking out about this coronavirus <laughs> all right let's know. not we, talk about coronavirus let's not talk about my it my son came into the room the other day and he slapped his hand down on the table and he said i'm over the coronavirus i'm Amen, over it brother Amen. Um, okay, so I think we can talk. We don't have spoilers, anybody. Let's just talk. Because there, as far as I know, there are no spoilers. Right, yeah. And I That's I why people been, are being free about it. Exactly, yeah. And I I actually have been I, I'm normally very scared to even go down the path of looking at any of these things. I'm like, I don't want to get spoiled. But yeah, I, I've been reading a lot of these consp- conspiracy theories and and I like uh, no spoilers whatsoever. So that I've been very happy about. I do want to talk about this one that you mentioned that Kelly's pregnant. Yes. Okay. So this is what I heard. So we got the first one is the normal one, the Mesnick. Now we've got your, we've got this second conspiracy is that somebody died or somebody's parent or something and they had to be kind of taken out. Right. And that mm-hmm. would also, and a lot of theories are formulated around the mom, the little soundbite of the mom. Go get her, bring her home, bring her home to bring us, her home to us. And um, so, uh, and I saw another one that said that his grandma died or something, and that's what his mom is saying. Like he has to bring the body home because the mo- the grandma was vacationing in Australia when oh it my happened. God. <laughs> I don't think that. Oh was real, my though. god! That, um, no, oh, I actually saw no. that. I'm not even joking. Somebody, somebody Someone, yeah, Oh my yeah, god! I actually saw that theory. Um, people get deep, but the Kelly pregnant thing is this: she's not on Women Tell All. She right. hasn't done any interviews where she slams them and all this kind of stuff. They're being obviously vague about it. Chris Harrison saying, oh, well, she didn't really have a storyline that was important, which is totally bogus because it's not true. Yeah, that was a bunch of BS. Because even there were sound bites of the women saying, oh, she's a favorite, you know, that they have a connection. Okay. Everybody, now this this is where the detective hats go on. I saw this post that said, everyone in Pete's family follows her on social media. That she's the mm-hmm. only person that his mom and dad follow on social media. That his mom liked some of her pictures or something like that. Um, and that that's the conspiracy theory that she, Peter, got her pregnant during the filming. And that's what he finds out that she's pregnant and she he tries to have a relationship with her or he's torn up. I don't, I don't know where it goes from there because nobody, I didn't read any further weird theory, but um, I don't know whether it's going to be, well, I'm in love with Maddie, but do I be a father to this child? I mean, personally, I hope that's not true because 
I don't think you need to involve children in the Bachelor franchise like at all. But you know, I mean, that would be wild. That'd be wild, and we also have. To- oh, go ahead. I know. I'm trying to just think about months and trying to to think about timing if she'd be showing at all yet. That's what I, yeah, I, I, we were thinking the same thing. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. So yeah, that, that's an, oh oh, man, I can't wait for next week. (laughs) That would be, I mean, that would be pretty crazy, right? Um, Now we have the other theory that's been around a while. We haven't discussed it too much, but I think we're, we can talk about it, that there was some producer that he was Mm -hmm. close with, but this seems to not have panned out to be anything. Yeah. I mean, that, that was a big thing a couple weeks ago and I, I was like, oh no, is this a spoiler? So I, I just, I saw a headline then I stayed far away from it. Um, so I don't know a ton about that theory, but yeah, it seems like that theory has kind of gone to the wayside. Yeah, no. I mean, even Chris Harrison, caught, there was some comment that he said, oh, they're intimate or they they became very close on – but everybody – that's the producer's job. They're each assigned a producer and their job right. on the show is to become their best friend and confidant and therapist and it crosses many lines Right. And so that's not really anything. And trust me, if it was a producer on the show, we would definitely all know it would have been out by now. There's right. just no way to contain that. So I don't think that that, and, but if it turns out to be that, that's so out of left field. I know. Yeah. I mean, anything's possible. I just, I need to know how it remained unspoiled. I just, Oh, I, I need I mean, to, I, I like I, on one hand, I'm like, all right, I'm ready for the season to be over. But also I'm like, I need to know what happened. Hey, at least they're <laughs> making it interesting. Right. I Absolutely. mean, the last couple episodes have been better. It's fun. So let's give our final, what is your final prediction? Because there's two episodes next week. As far as I know, it's Monday and Tuesday, right? Right. So I think Monday is going to be when they meet his family. And then I'm guessing Tuesday is when they could potentially have the final rose ceremony followed by after the final rose. So that's what I'm thinking the schedule is for Monday and Tuesday. I mean, but obviously it could be anything. We could have a curveball and who knows, but so that's another five hours. So we're in for our second five hour week and we won't, we'll return on Wednesday, next Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And, and we'll, we'll obviously talk about what happened. So let's give our, let's give our predictions. Are you ready? All right. So I, I honestly do think there was some kind of family emergency for one of the the three left. And I, I think they weren't able to finalize their story. I think some things may have gotten messy when everyone got back to the States and maybe he's still been in contact with Hannah Ann and Maddie. And maybe he was like, I need, you know, I need some time to make a decision. I don't know. So I feel like maybe there's just a lot of messiness and no closure yet. I think that's, that's my prediction. Okay. And they'll settle it after the final rose. That's where they'll actually do it there. 
maybe. I don't know. I, I could see that happening. I could see the producers making him wait until then. Okay. All right. I like yeah. that. If that's what happens, I think that'll be fun. Right. Not not that – I mean it's not, not fun well, that somebody's not- – parents or whatever died that's not fun but well, i like the idea of doing it like i don't that. know if anyone's parents died i feel like there's just some kind of family emergency okay. that that happens I, I think that that's just the vibe that i got from the preview okay all right i'm gonna i am gonna keep it safe i'm gonna go with the safe prediction that he is indecisive maddie kind of either leaves or is just non-committal, just not feeling it after what happened, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and he doesn't really chase her or he just kind of lets her go. He chooses Hannah and then the Mesnick happens. And then I think that over the time that, um, you know, between filming ending and shooting after the final rose, they broke up. And he wants Maddie back and they're just setting this up for Maddie to return and him to say, hey, will you give me another shot? You know, you've had some time. I really, I know that it's you. That's what I'm going with. Going with the safe pick. I mean, yeah, that very well could happen. I could definitely see that happening 100%. All right. Well, if you have a prediction out there listening, send us an email, dvrpodcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on the Facebook or the Instagram. At batch it up underscore pod. Oh, yeah. All right. That's a great. Another great episode. You know, I have to say this hasn't been he. I don't think he was a great bachelor, but I think we've had fun talking about the show and they have they've pumped up the drama the last couple weeks. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. Oh, absolutely. I cannot wait for next week. All right. Well, you can take us out. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for sticking with us all season. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Peace out.